I'm Den of Geek News and Features Editor Kirsten Howard, and welcome to the last 2022 episode of Den of Geek Presents Marvel Standem Live, where usually we give you the deepest possible dives into all the goings on in the MCU of Marvel Comics and beyond, but not this week. For as the prophecy foretold, we will instead be holding the second annual Marvel Standem Holiday Quiz. Our expert contestants, well, we're keeping it in the family. We've got Den of Geek Editor-in-Chief Mike Cicchini, Den of Geek TV editor Alec Bajalad, Den of Geek audience development coordinator Mazna Shazad, and pop culture writers and Den of Geek contributors Joe George and Brenna Ahrens. Now, if you didn't join us for the first annual Marvel Standom Holiday Quiz, you won't know how damn hard those questions were. They were so hard that I got complaints, and I can confirm that I ignored those complaints. Uh, this year, the questions are even harder. This is Den of Geek. I am not going to softball this quiz. Come on. Okay, so let's run down the rules this year. The difficulty level is phase four only. That means everything from WandaVision to the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special will be covered today. There will also be bonus points available throughout the quiz. And when it comes to these bonus points, my decision is final. We have a buzzer system in play and we will all be able to see who buzzed first as their pretty border will light up. If they get the answer wrong, the border of the second person who buzzed will light up for a chance to steal and so on. Producer Andrew will be keeping score. At the end, we'll have ourselves a 2022 champion though. And um, Alec is probably very nervous about losing the title, I'm sure. Um, if you're watching this at home or on the bus or on the International Space Station, you might be wondering, if I type the answers in the chat here, will it give anyone playing an unfair advantage um no 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 they can't see the chat so you can feel free to play along does everybody feel ready no not at all <laughs> i'm with joe yeah like, I, I'm, I'm just prepared to get my ass kicked today <laughs> i'd like to point out that i'm the returning champion because last year we had two contestants <laughs> and i think it may have been a tie honestly I think it was a tie yeah but i just i just wanted to you know beef up your achievement a little bit there but oh, all right if you want to undercut it that's fine andrew you ready to start okay 50 questions let's go number one in one division the dark hold is introduced into the canon mcu but can you name the two previous marvel tv shows it popped up in mike Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, uh, oh no, uh, the Hulu one, uh, yes. and Runaways. Yes. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Runaways. That's correct. <laughs> Evan Peters famously did not play the real Quicksilver in WandaVision. Name two other hit TV shows he starred in. Alec. Mayor of Easttown and American Horror Story. Correct. Question three. The WandaVision in-universe commercials included Toastmate 2000 and Strucker wristwatches. Name at least two more. Has no one buzzed? I'm so, I'm so ashamed <laughs> of myself right now. <laughs> Does anyone want to take a guess even? No volunteers whatsoever. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Hydrosoak, of course. Yes. Um. Yo Magic Yogurt and Nexus antidepressants. Well, we're moving on to the Falcon Winter Soldier, Alex's favorite 
MCU Phase 4 show. Who was the Hydra scientist hired by the Power Broker to recreate the Super Soldier Serum in Falcon and Winter Soldier? <laughs> no buzzes? This is another one that I should have gotten. Okay. <laughs> Alec. Um, I'm just going to say Steve, because there's no downside to not guessing. <clears throat> oh, uh, there is, because you're wrong. It's uh, Dr. Wilfred Nagel. Can't believe you don't, guys don't remember that. That's my second guess. <laughs> <laughs> there's a D-Man connection there. I should have gotten it. Oh. What did flag smasher Carly Morgenthau's mentor, Melmadonia, die of? Alec. Got no downside to guessing. Pneumonia? Because they're in like a refugee camp? No. Joe. Death-itis. <laughs> <laughs> no. Brenna. Um, starvation? No. <laughs> Does everyone want to have a go? Mike. <laughs> I'm not going to top death-itis. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was tuberculosis. Of course. Yeah, you were very close. Bucky and Sam famously fixed up a fishing boat in Falcon and Winter Soldier. What was the name of the boat? Muzna. Paul and uh, Darlene. Is correct. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> okay. In Loki, Loki finds a drawer filled with infinity stones and Casey tells him that the TVA sometimes uses them as paperweights. Which stone does Loki lift from the drawer and examine? Brenna. Um, I want to say the Tesseract. No. Yeah. Joe. Was, was it the, the Soul Stone? No. <sighs> Alec. Going like last on this is almost a benefit. Um, yeah. Time. It is the Time Stone. Well done. <clears throat> Process of elimination, kind of, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, name just one of the two examples Miss Minutes gave as ways to create a Nexus event in the TVA induction video in Loki. Jesus, these are hard. Yeah. Mm. Alec. Uh, one is late to work, the other is. One. So, you, are you, yeah, you get the point. It was starting an uprising or being late. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's now a chance for a bonus point, though, for anyone lagging behind. Uh, it's for the best impression of Miss Minutes. We'll start with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. <laughs> You have to sound like Miss Minutes. Oh no, no, I can't. You, I'm from New York. I can't do a Southern accent. It's, it's not right. <laughs> like, it's a hate crime. It's bad. <laughs> you can absolutely try. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll move on to Joe. Oh, my wife is a Southerner, and if she hears this, I'm going to be murdered. So. We'll never tell her. We'll never. I'm Miss Minutes. <laughs> all right. I don't think she heard. I think I'm all right. That was pretty good. Mazna, can you top it? 
Um, I don't remember Miss Minutes a lot, but sure. Um, hi, welcome to the TV. Stop making me laugh, like. Hi, welcome to the TVA. If you're here, I'm saying all of this very nicely, but what I actually mean, if you don't follow my orders, I will kill you. Amazing, Brenna. Um, howdy, y'all. I miss minutes. <laughs> okay, that's actually really good. That's uh, really good. The Oklahoma in me is coming out with that one. <laughs> I'm just gonna end up doing Mr. Hanky from South Park, but um, <laughs> well, hi there. Nobody mess with the sacred timeline. Okay, since that was Mr. Hanky, um, I think I'm gonna go with Brenna. Can't deny that <laughs> was on. that's really good. Okay, uh, what is the name of the decaying moon where Loki and Sylvie are stranded in the fourth episode of Loki? Is that no. Lamentus one? It is. Thank you, crappy Marvel Snap location. <laughs> <laughs> the first season of What If was missing an episode due to pandemic production issues. Which characters did the missing episode focus on? Brenna. Um, Gamora. Yes. And um, Thanos. I'm going to give it to you. It's, it's Iron Man and Gamora. Oh. You pretty much got it. Uh, name three MCU stars who didn't reprise their roles to voice their characters in What If? Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Chris yeah. Evans, and Robert Downey Jr.? is correct. What was the name of the armored suit Steve Rogers used in the Captain Carter episode of What If? Mike. The Hydra Stomper. Is correct. What year did Kate Bishop's dad die? Brenna. 2012. Exactly, yes, the Battle of New York. Uh, what breed of dog is Lucky the Pizza Dog. Mike. It's an adorable golden retriever. That is correct. Okay. Um, sorry. There's now a bonus point opportunity for the best impression of Lucky the Pizza Dog. We'll start with Mike. Trying to look sincere <laughs> and one-eyed and I'm not really... <laughs> Just not hearing any barking, Mike. No. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, do you want to have a go? Woof. Okay. <laughs> That's... Mm. Musna? <laughs> I didn't hear that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Brenna? I think I'll pass. Okay, <laughs> Alec? Ah, I'm lucky the pizza dog. <laughs> Welcome to the sacred timeline. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to give it to Musna, even though I didn't hear. <laughs> That's because Musna actually pitched it for the dogs watching in the audience. <laughs> like... <laughs> Okay, next question, Andrew. 
That's okay. Uh, how long after the events of Avengers Endgame is Hawkeye set? Musna. Seven years? No. Alec. I'm rethinking my guess already. I was more with Musna, but let's go with two years. No. Mike. Six months. No. Oh. Brenna. One year? Yes, correct. Oh. Brenna gets that point. <laughs> Moving on to Moon Knight. <laughs> Which British comedian did Oscar Isaac cite as his inspiration for Stephen Grant in Moon Knight? James Corden, Dudley Moore, or Peter Sellers? James Corden's a comedian? Alec. <laughs> Uh, Dudley Moore. No. Musna. Peter Sellers? Yes, that is correct. Mark Spector was originally set to be introduced in a planned second season of what TV show before its cancellation in September 2006? Alec. I got it wrong. I was thinking of something else. Um, Agent Carter. No. Anyone else want to guess? No one. Okay. It was a Blade the series, if you can believe it. Wow. The deep deep cut. cut. Very deep mm. cut, Mike. <laughs> Acclaimed indie directors Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson helmed episodes of Moon Knight. What Marvel show are they working on next? Go. Loki season two. Is correct. What is the name of this Powered Life Scott Lang podcast episode in Ms. Marvel? Go. Small talk? No. Ah. No one else buzzed. It's big me, little me. Mm. What famous MCU location was Ms. Marvel's AvengerCon fan convention held at? Brenna. Oh gosh, my mind is blinking on the name, but it's the place in New Jersey where Cap, where uh, Captain America was um, created. I'll accept it. It's Camp Lehigh. Thank you. <laughs> um, what was the name of the Bon Jovi tribute band called in Ms. Marvel? Mike. Uh, Brown Jovi. Is correct. There's now an opportunity for a bonus point. No. Don't no. You know, I'm seeing a pattern here. <laughs> There's now an opportunity to get a bonus point, and these really add up, guys. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> For the best rendition of Living on a Prayer, we'll start with Mike. No, a pass. <laughs> like, how come how come these bonus points only happen on, on my answers? <laughs> no, I have to pass. I can't do it. Joe, do you want to have a go? No, as a white person, I feel like it would be cultural appropriation to sing a Brown Jovi song. So I'm gonna pass. <laughs> Mazda? I I have no no. I have no idea. <laughs> Brenna. Oh, we're halfway there. Oh, living on a prayer. Wow. That was That's haunting. pretty good. Yeah. Haunting. <laughs> <laughs> Alec. 
What? What? <laughs> <laughs> is 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 he actually singing and like <laughs> just filtering it out because we can't hear? <laughs> I'm gonna have to give it to Brenna then. Sorry, um, she just she's just taking all of these honestly. Okay. Uh, She-Hulk famously twerked with Megan Thee Stallion in the third episode of her show. What was the name of the Megan song featured in the episode? I swear if you make us rap after this, dear Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'm thinking. Muzna. Uh, Ryden or something? I don't even know if that's her song. <laughs> No. <laughs> Rena. Body, adi, adi. Yes, it is body. <laughs> body, adi, adi is correct. Uh, when Wong picks Emil up and takes him to Kamataj in the finale of She Hulk, there's a callback joke to what phase three movie? Muzna. That was a mistake. I was thinking Mean Girls, and then I read Phase 3 movie, and I was like, no. There <laughs> <laughs> one buzzing for this one. It's Doctor Strange, the Wi-Fi joke. Oh, yes. When She-Hulk breaks into the Disney Plus menu screen, which two characters are most prominently featured on the banner? It's Muzna characters. Um, Shanky? Yes. Uh, and then awarded screen. It's Shang-Chi, it's Shang-Chi and Shuri, but I will, I'll give it to you. Um, what date did Werewolf by Night premiere? Brenna. October 7th. Is correct. Brenna wiping the floor with most of you. you should be ashamed <laughs> of yourselves. What? is the name of the behind-the-scenes documentary about the making of Werewolf by Night. Mike. Director by Night. Is correct, yeah. I got screwed on the buzzer. <laughs> How? I don't know, I hit it every set. <clears throat> Outrageous. We will... Uh, Fix us in. Yeah, we'll take it up with the... Um, no one. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, the next question is, can you name the two lead actors of Werewolf by Night? Alec. Laura Donnelly, uh, Gail Garcia Bernal. Is correct, yes. Well, it's half time. We're done with the Phase 4 TV shows. There's still a lot of questions left. There were a lot of Phase 4 movies, so Andrew, if you're ready, we'll hit the next question. None of you guys can hear Andrew talking and sighing through this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, the audience can't hear Andrew? Only we can? No, they can't hear him, so it just seems like we're spacing out a lot. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, uh, first movie's question then. What is the colour of Natasha Romanoff's hair at the start of Black Widow? Muzna. Brennett? Um, no. Brenna. Blue. Is correct. Yes, it is blue. 
Black Widow has a lot of James Bond Easter eggs. Rachel Weiss married to Daniel Craig, Taskmaster actress Olga Korolenko's former Bond girl, and so on. But can you name the Bond movie that Natasha actually watches? Alec. Goldeneye? No. Mike? From Russia with Love. No. Good guess. Yo. Never say never. No. Again? I can't remember. Nobody watches that one. <laughs> I've watched it. I've watched it too. <laughs> Anyone else? Brenna? Is it the old Casino Royale? No. Wow. That that would be a deep cut. Like <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put everyone at peace. It's Moonraker. Oh. What do Red Guardian's knuckle tattoos say? Mike? Carl and Marks. Is correct. <laughs> How did Trevor Slattery convince Wenwu's men not to kill him? Yo. Did he perform King Lear? I'm going to give it to you. It's Macbeth, but yes. Oh, okay. They're the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> They're basically the same, right? I'm back starting. Here we go. More Shakespeare questions. <laughs> How many years did Wenwu wield the Ten Rings before they were passed to Shang-Chi? Joe. 3,000. No. Alec. 2,000. No. Too low, too high? Give us something. <laughs> lower, lower than, lower than 2,000. Brenna. 1,000. Is correct. Come on, man. <laughs> Wait, approximate? So I feel like I was close. With three? <laughs> approximately. <laughs> well, when we look at In ten. geological terms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Katie is known for diffusing fights by doing something completely unexpected and off the wall, like singing Hotel California. The most impassioned singing of Hotel California will get this point. We'll start with Mike. I, 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 my hatred of the Eagles is legendary, so I, I have to pass. Jer? I don't know the lyrics to that song. I got taste. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Joe. What's that? Okay, I know it from Hotel California, and I just know the chorus, so. That's fine. Hotel California. Such a love. Lovely. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely place. Amazing. Amazing. Brenna? Um, I already sung once on this stream, so I think I will pass. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Alec? Yeah, I don't know the lyrics either. It just... Brenna's lead is like almost so commanding that she could just pass on all of the humiliating aspects of this stream. The rest of us have to sing like chimps. <laughs> I, yeah, I see that strategy. I see you. Well, Muzna's going to get this one, I think. She's a just phenomenal rendition of Hotel California. Thank you, Muzna. Uh, okay, next question. Eternals flavored, so everyone will know this. An employee of which entertainment trade news site infamously spoiled Harry Styles' 
Oh, Mike's already buzzed in. There's variety. It is variety. That is correct. Um, the opening crawl of Eternals tells us that the Celestials were around before the dawn of creation and how many singularities? I don't even know what this so, means. They are robots? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Can I please drink my coffee? <laughs> One singularity. No. Anyone else? Mazna. Thousand? No. Three. Three singularities. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you won't sing, but you'll do the count. <laughs> <laughs> this man, a lead singer of a of several bands, by the way, for many, many years, will not sing one line of Hotel California for us. The Grinch. Yeah. The Grinch. <laughs> Okay, the answer to this one is is six. It's the Infinity Stones. Oh. Yeah, I guess you guys don't remember that film very well. So <laughs> they made it a nodding off. Yikes! Uh, what fictional planet did the Eternals think they were from? Go. Venus. No, that is not a fictional planet. It is <laughs> real. Really? <laughs> I'm blowing your mind here, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should know this, and I'm really annoyed that I don't. <laughs> it's uh, Olympia. Moving on to Spider-Man No Way Home. Spell Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Alec. Benedict Cumberbatch. B-E-N-E-D-I-C-T-C-U-M-B-E-R-B-A-T-C-H. Benedict Cumberbatch. Well done, Alec. You did really well. Very proud of you. <laughs> uh, Matt Murdock caught a brick launched through Peter Parker's window in No Way Home. What was the message scrawled on it? Go. Murderer? No. <sighs> Musna. That was my guess. So, <laughs> um, killer? No. Alec. What was Musna's guess? Because mine was the first guess was also murderer. <laughs> I said killer. Oh, that would be my second guess as well. I'll say spider dork, like Randy Macho Man Savage said. <laughs> no. Mike. Menace. No. <sighs> I think I'm going to have to give you the answer. It's We Believe Mysterio. That's a, a lot of brick. <laughs> yeah, it's a massive brick. Like that's a, it's like, like kind of a nuanced message to put on a brick that you're throwing through somebody's window. Like, he's so dumb. I don't remember whether it was one of you guys that told me this, but the uh, originally as it was a snow globe, which is why his hand is so small and round, even though it's a brick. Ah. Yeah. Oh, it was Andrew, our producer, that told me that. Yeah, so that's where I'm getting my trivia from. Okay, next question. What is the inscription on Aunt May's gravestone? Musna. With great power comes great responsibility. No. <laughs> my. Well, you know, Musna had my incorrect guess. <laughs> Beloved wife and aunt. No. 
Uh, it was when you help someone, you help everyone. Moving on to Doctor Strange 2. What is the Earth number of the universe where Strange and America meet the Illuminati? I had to look us up so many times when we were writing about this. <laughs> so you should know it, right, Joe? I had to look it up. <laughs> pull it from my memory. Alec. 357. No. Mosna. 2000? No. Brenna. 815. Close. Mike, my eighteen? No, it was eight three eight. Eight three eight. Of course. <laughs> what is the Earth number of Defender Strange's universe? Alec. Six six six. It's six something. This is why the DC designations are so much better. <laughs> Just yes. simple. Zero through 52. Okay. How, how is our audience doing with these questions? <laughs> well, yeah. we don't know because we can't see the chat. Yeah. They're probably Do we have an audience right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the answer is 617. No. What is the Earth number of the universe where Wong is Sorcerer Supreme? Yo. Isn't that 616? That's correct, Joe. Yeah. Yes. Trick question. Well Which doesn't done. make any sense at all. <laughs> MCU's not 616. We've established that. But Thor's midlife crisis back tattoo has a huge tribute to his fallen brother Loki. But instead of rest in peace, it says rest in what? Alec. Valhalla? No. Mike. Uh, rest in mischief. Is right. Oh. Yeah. Wait, really? Did you guess? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was just a guess. <laughs> By the end of Thor Love and Thunder, what weapon does Thor wield? Yo. A teddy bear. No. He does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's Mjolnir at the end, isn't it? Yep, that's right. With all the bows and crayon trimmings. Uh, sure, go with the obvious answer. There's now an opportunity for a bonus point. The oh, no. best impression of Thor 4's Screaming Goats will win it. We'll start with Mike. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to recall these now. This was the one gag in the movie that did get like every single time, so like ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pretty good. Pretty good, Joe. Instead, I'm going to do my impression of me laughing at the screaming goats. <laughs> okay. Oh wow! Oh my god! Oh man! Not funny once. The hater, the hater episode was last week, Joe. <laughs> Sorry, they brought it up. Mother. I know it was from that Taylor Swift song, so I'm just going to do the goats from that. Zoom is filtering out. Yeah, it's the, it's uh, very bitchy. Yeah. How do I scream without the bitch? Wait. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's get this one just because it's Zoom is working against us on this. Um, 
Yeah, let's skip to the next one. All right. But thank you, Mike, for giving us your impression. Every... Yeah, let's give it to Mike. Why not? All I... right. Finally. We're moving to, on to Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. So not many questions left, actually. If um, Brenna win, does she become editor-in-chief? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the prize. The Warrior Falls holiday quiz. Uh, <laughs> congratulations, Brenna. <laughs> All right, let's get over with then. Uh, what is T'Challa's son's Haitian name in Wakanda? Mm. Joe? Toussaint? Is right, yes. At Riri's lockup, there's a small toy figure of which Star Wars character on her desk? Alec. Vader? No. Anyone else? I'll take a guess. Go. Mr. Spock. No. <laughs> Joe. Joe, we're going to start deducting points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Won't make a difference. <laughs> Musna. Okay, I don't know the name of it, but I can describe him. He's a little down alien thing with the green head. Baby, baby a Yoda? Yes, maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> if no one else is going to guess, I will tell you that it's Maz Kanata as played by Lupita Nyong'o, and therefore, yeah, a reference to itself. No way. Uh, Wakanda Forever was the first Marvel film to hold a local premiere. Where was it held? Alec. I don't know what local premiere means, but I'll say Mexico City. No, but that was a good guess. Wakanda? <laughs> yes, it was held in Wakanda, Mike. Thank you. No, it was, it was Lagos, Nigeria. We're moving on to the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Uh, what is the Guardians of the Galaxy's new ship called? Mike. It's the Bowie, baby. That's right. Finally. <laughs> Finally, the Starman gets his due in the Guardians franchise. <laughs> what notoriously terrible Christmas movie is Kevin Bacon watching on TV before Drax and Mantis arrived to kidnap him? Joe. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. That's right, Joe. There's, that's all of my main questions done. We've done the whole quiz. Wow. When are the Morbius questions coming in? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, studied we do the wrong one, movie. We do have one last bonus point that you can earn. For the last bonus point, the best rendition of Jingle Bells. We'll get it. We'll start with Mike. Um. No, I have to pass. I'm sorry. Sure. <laughs> if I grabbed my five-year-old to sing it, would that be like immediate cuteness points or is that cheating? That's cheating. All CPS. Well, no. I don't know whether Zoom will let us sing Jingle Bells, but we'll do yeah. <laughs> um, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle all the way. Oh, how far is it to ride? I don't know what it is later. We don't have all of this stuff. Uh, Brenna? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Hey! 
<laughs> Somebody <laughs> remember what the score is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alec. Jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. The Batmobile lost a wheel and the Joker got away. Very good. I'm going to give it to Brenner. Uh, I even got the, the hands up. There was a raise the roof in there as well. So I feel like that was very passionate. Yeah, it looks like Brenner singing Jingle Bells brought her up to tie with Mike, who was going to get away with winning. But no, because he wouldn't sing Jingle Bells, unfortunately. He is a tie. But congratulations, Brenner for tying with the editor-in-chief of denofgeek.com. Uh, for long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and assuming your new role, I wish you the best of luck. In... <laughs> like, seriously, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, just thank you for to everyone watching. I, I have no idea if anyone's typed anything, but thank you very much. And thank you to Mike, Joe, uh, Musna, Alec, and Brenna for playing this year. And I hope to see you all again here next year, if you are up for it, if this wasn't too awful. Oh, oh, Mike, and... (laughs) 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 Folks, and we weren't even drinking on the air during this show, like... (laughs) Minna. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess that's time to wrap up then. Uh, that's it for this year's Marvel Stand and Life. Uh, thank you for all for watching and listening in 2022. Um, in all sincerity, we really appreciate it. Um, as always, please consider subscribing anywhere and everywhere. YouTube, yeah, Spotify, yeah, Apple, yes, Twitch, of course. Uh, don't forget to te- check out our web home of denegeek.com where you can find all our Marvel coverage. Drop us a line and let us know your burning questions and what you want us to cover next year. We're Marvel Standom on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, thanks to all our special guests this year who made the She-Hulk season in particular extra special. Yeah. Thanks to Andrew Halley, the best producer in any corner of the multiverse. He puts up with a lot, like a, a lot, lot. Special shout out to Michael R for making the podcast version of this show all it can be. And most of all, thank you all for watching, listening, following, and subscribing. This has been Marvel Standom on the Den of Geek Network. Until next time, please be good to each other and happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs>